Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Bobcast. With you, as always, is B.O.B. live in the Aqua Blue Lounge, staring at the Ouija board. The last time I saw tonight's guest, it was in real life. We're all in a kitchen together, drinking, laughing, having a great time. I had the microphone a little bit too close and it was a little bit too loud. <laughs> so I'm going to redeem myself this evening and uh, I'm going to do my best to, um, you know, capture the essence of this band because they're one of the, the things I miss about live music, you know, the funk, the soul, the energy, just, you know, the feeling of being alive. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to the Bobcast. You do you. How's everybody? Hi, Bob. Hello. What's up, guys? Can yeah, we- <laughs> I can hear you, bro. How's everybody doing? Just in time. We, you know, like, remember we were doing, like, the live shows and we were, like, you know, trying to, like, you know, not face the harsh reality that, you know, existence may be over as we know it and uh, doing our thing. Did you ever think that we'd still be, you know, trapped in our homes doing this on Zoom? Uh. I mean, I can't wait for it to be over. I don't know. <laughs> what what do you mean on a roof, man? Kinda, yeah, I thought it would go on forever and ever. I prefer when we can be together at the top of the world with you, Bob. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I know. That's a long shot, right? Imagine if, imagine if like, we had to get people swabbed to go upstairs. Like, you know, like you can only come up as a rapid test. But nobody wants to do that. They're all scared. Everybody's scared. The movie theaters are closed. I drove by the movie theater the other day, and it's just. There's like grass growing out of the cracks. It looks apocalyptic. It's a real shit show. You know what I mean? To think, to think that we hit on almost a year landmark is insane to me. If you caught me a year ago and said this is going to last through the next year, no, I'm way too optimistic for that. That's crazy. My work has already work. decided that next year is going to be entirely online for the whole class. For the academic year 21-22. I wonder if like the jeans business is going out. You know what I mean? Nobody's wearing pants no more. Just sweatpants central. You know what I mean? Like, dude, why don't we go sell some 501s? You know what I mean? Like, nothing's happening here. I wonder what the, the conversations are like in the Levi's boardroom right now. <laughs> They're like, damn it. What can we do to get back into civilization? <laughs> I put non-sweatpants on like when I leave the house to go to the store and stuff and then I come home and like after I'm home for 10 minutes I'm like why am I still wearing pants you're such a dad (laughs) I I actually still have to go to work so I am putting on khakis and you know nice nice creased nice creased suit pants every once in a while and uh yeah I'm 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 dressing I'm I'm going all in most days yeah on my bolo tie just for you guys. This is like as fancy as it gets in here these days. The apocalyptic, the apocalyptic fashion, you know, of sweatpants. And it's just, I mean, I put on jeans today and I felt really weird. I felt out of place, you know? I don't have just one pair of sweatpants. They're like the Saturday sweatpants. I have many sweatpants <laughs> and I'm tired of getting sweatpants shame from my neighbors. All right. I'm going to say it publicly right here. Don't shame somebody. Because they're shoveling just snow in sweatpants. Just, <laughs> you're not one of those guys. You won't have to worry about it ever again. <laughs> you're not one of those guys. That, I mean, sometimes I walk outside and I'm wearing pajama pants, a robe, and um, flip flops just to like get the recycling bin. There's nothing wrong with that. You should be able to dress the way you want. I mean, like Christ, there, a meteor could be coming towards us right now. What's next? You know, I mean, it is nuts, dude. 
Uh, can I can I plug uh, you do you right? You do you. Yeah, you That's do the you. theme. Exactly. You do you. Come on. You know my um, my brain sometimes doesn't work so well. Did I ever ask the question? Where did the band name come from? You you just you just uh, you just embodied it right there. Yeah, right? I'm living it. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Sweatpants. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Um, uh, no, that I mean, to, I'll give you a legitimate answer, which was that uh, when I started the band. I guess wow at this point we're we're uh we're on a 10-year anniversary for this band uh in 2021 yeah officially. a decade thank you yeah a decade of you to you and so I was saying that phrase a lot back then it was a lot it was like that was like the cool hip thing to say and I was probably overusing it I remember that I remember that 10 years ago that's such a great yeah. time you know like we were living our <laughs> lives you know you and like you know Play yeah. softball. Yeah, wait in, in in indoor line to see a show. Um, but it was more kind of like I was sick of being in bands where everybody told you just what to do, you know, where people would be like, This is my song and my vision, and you'll play it just like this. And so I was kind of like, No, like, you know, like we'll give you a framework of a song here, but it's kind of just like if you're in the band, we trust you because you're a good musician and you should do your thing and it'll add to what we've come up with. And so it was more of like a guiding philosophy slash band name. And if you did already answer, ask me that, I probably answered it in no, a similar no. elevator speech way, you know? I don't think <laughs> I wonder yeah. if there's a band somewhere out there like um, called It Is What It Is. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> like what's some <laughs> other catchphrases like of bands that would like... Uh, right. You need to uh, play with those guys if they exist. There's some I, I, I pissed some people off by saying that a little too much. I'm just like, guys... Everybody just relax, chill out. It is what it is. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. It's like you're too chill, dude. Relax. There's like, a sign ah. in my kitchen. I point to it. I'm like, there it is. Don't look. Um, fascinating things that we're talking about here. You know, anything's possible at this point. Aliens could show up by the end of this broadcast, and I would believe it, you know, because the last time I saw you guys, you know, I mean, weren't we like gearing up to do another show? Like we were gonna go back to the top of the world, right? Yeah, we were. We were about to. Depressing. We're about to go back to. We had that on our summer schedule, which of course got wiped out, like everybody else's. And like, you know, well, you were asking in the beginning, like, did you think we'd be here a year from now? Like, I am the pessimistic one in the band, so I'm like, yeah, kind of, kind of knew that America would totally, totally screw this up. And like, you know, they are all optimistic. Like all summer, summer 2020. I mean, I'll call Vince out specifically. Probably every week I got a text from Vince is like. You're going to reschedule anything for like July or August? I'm like, no, dude, the whole year is trash. It's all terrible. Like no shows are happening. We're never playing again. Like I, I just like, I like ate it too early and I like, but it's catching up with me again. I've been, I, it's been a rough like month this month. I'm just kind of like, oh, like coming up on the one year anniversary of like the last time you played live. That was a tough day. That was a tough day to stomach, you know? So when was it? the last show we did it was on monday on monday uh february 8th 2020 was our floyd show sold out uh our pink floyd cover band which about half of us are in uh me and vincent drew in that and uh yeah 290 people they all paid like 30 bucks it was great we were going to do it again a lot yeah see now i'm getting mad bob you got me all fired up (laughs) i did a a podcast earlier today with uh you guys know john gilbride 
Yeah, I love that guy. I did yeah. a he did a dance party at six p.m. every day in January. Yeah. He's a great kid. Uh, you know, I, like <laughs> he, he, him and I were talking about that, like the the anger of it. You know, it's like what are we supposed to do? You know what I mean? Like under a tent somewhere, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't, I just never thought that would happen at all. You know what I mean? Like that live music would cease to exist, but I mean, that's just generally in our area. I don't know if you guys saw the Tampa Bay celebration the other day, but down there in Florida, they don't really give a shit about what's going on. You know what I mean? Like it's so crazy how like, you know, like just different States in our country behave completely different. I didn't see one person wearing a mask. Did you guys see Tom Brady drunk? No. Yep. <laughs> Drew, that's because that's because Drew refuses to look at yeah, Tom Brady's face any longer than he has to. <laughs> oh, why is that? Uh, you're not a fan. No, you got to fill Drew in on what happened because he doesn't know. I might, I might be the only uh, like semi sports fan sitting here that watches Tom Brady okay. chuck the so Lombardi Brady trophy over to Gronk and on on boats. Yeah, it's intense. He threw Boy. the Lombardi trophy over. Like you know, he totally could have you know completely just lost it but i think it i don't think that was the real one though it had to be a prop right alex I mean, uh, yeah i uh, yeah yeah I mean, who, who knows but but it, like being it's also tom brady it's also tom yeah isn't he known for throwing things yeah <laughs> but i mean like he's drunk too he's he admitted to drinking drinking tequila during the day so i mean you know what if i won my what seventh eighth super bowl i'd be like oh, fuck it you know he's gonna run out of fingers yeah, dude, I can't believe that Bruce Springsteen, uh, they took his Jeep advertisement away from him. Yeah. That was the worst oh my God. advertisement that made me so bad. Go ahead, Aaron. I bet yeah. you liked it, too. No, I mean, it was just terrible. I heard that he wasn't even drunk, though, when he got that, that he blew below the BAC level. And they yeah, still it was like Something like that. Like he had like half a beer or something. But whatever. <laughs> I'm perfectly happy that's with like that. When I drink kombucha, like that's what I would blow. <laughs> I was thinking today, like why why is he driving? You know? Why does he have to drive? There's no He's car a- service for him. Yeah. <laughs> He's, He's like, no, I'm eat- the boss. I'm driving. <laughs> hey, there's a No, listen, I lived in New Jersey for three years and I can attest that everyone but me has a Bruce story because he is a man's man and he goes about his life like a normal person or he tries to drink and drive you know? <laughs> <laughs> right he's committing crimes <laughs> like i want to be a normal guy i'm gonna drink one beer and drive i don't know i'm gonna call him like shoplifting <laughs> yeah he's like stealing stealing like a uh, packs of gum just to get a thrill yeah, at the counter <laughs> where like everybody can see it <laughs> puts his hat down he's like <laughs> i'm a normal guy um <laughs> uh, can you imagine what it was like though for like um you know people of his caliber like you know huge celebrities that could never go to target without like a bunch of bodyguards but now they can wear a mask and you know completely go incognito must be fun for them that's a good point they don't want this pandemic to end they're like this is the best i go dunk donuts you know having anxiety myself and stuff and i know katie can attest to this i'm pretty sure bruce springsteen has like massive anxiety issues i've i've read a few things that he's like been on and off many medications and like trying to deal with that the the stress is i'm sure is intense i mean i'm just me i can't imagine being bruce springsteen it sounds harder (laughs) 
It's going to be tough to be the boss, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's Indeed, a fact. Man. Ain't that the truth, Bob? <laughs> it is the truth, you know? I mean, but yeah, I, I was talking with John about, like, you know, the whole just where is the scene going to go? You know what I mean? Like, where is, you know, I guess 2020. I saw like in my Gmail today that the weekend is trying to book a tour for 2022, you know, capitalizing on that Super Bowl show with the same imagery. And it's just so odd, you know what I mean? That they're projecting that they'll still be, you know, <laughs> society, you know, of course there will be, but I mean, this vaccine thing really pisses me off. You know what I mean? Like the fact that we can't get it to everybody, you know what I mean? Like it's pretty much catered towards like white people getting it, you know, and it's just, it sucks. Yeah. Well, I was reading some shit that's really scary because the rich companies are like holding all the vaccine. So the virus is going to like propagate in countries that aren't able to buy vaccine and mutate so that our vaccines no longer work for us even. <laughs> real, uh, real good shit. We're really handling this well. I know, it's yes. so crazy. I, I was in Disney World before this happened. So I did go to like the greatest place on earth before the before the the storm came our way you know but yeah i wish that we did that top of the room i missed where you said you went i went to disney world oh literally my son i got you really weird and like i knew about the virus but nobody else did and they're like oh whatever yeah you know what i mean like (laughs) when did you go to disney world in 2020 i arrived back from disney world on like march 7th yeah, that was that was it. Yeah, and I was Last down show I went to was on March fifth, and it was because I was taping for Bright Star Buzz. It wasn't like a show I played. It was like a local. It was Maggie May. You know Maggie May. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's um, been on the show. We all got sick after that, and like speculate. You know, I don't think it really. I think you know, speculated that we all got coronavirus from the Maggie May show because it was like yeah, like the same time. It's like March, early March. You're just hearing about it probably already in, in america for a while i don't like to speculate about these things because i'm not a doctor and i don't know for sure but it, i know that so I you're saying it. you believe in science katie right yeah. i believe in science yeah, yeah and i don't know enough about yeah. <laughs> my own cells to know if i had it <laughs> we were supposed to go to harry potter world we never told anna because we had to cancel the trip it's good for you dad it was like I forget when in April or no I think we were gonna go like right after the last day of school we were gonna leave from like the last day of school and go to the airport we had it all set up it was definitely on the date that we also had a gig and I was like don't don't go don't you can't go <laughs> I remember now. Like, so I think it was in June I think it was June yeah. 18th she can never <laughs> hear this podcast and those, those first few weeks of the the pandemic were just wild, man. I was like, I we didn't didn't know what to think. But you know what I used to do because uh, I just had to get my you know <laughs> my aggressions out somehow. Like uh, at nighttime, I would drive around, smoke a joint, and then go on Germantown Pike right near the Plymouth Mini Mall and just floor it <laughs> like all the way back to my house, <laughs> going like a hundred miles per hour maybe not stopping a few times because there's just nobody out. It was totally like I am legend and I. I just thought in my head that if the cops pull me over, I'm just like, dude, whatever, you know. <laughs> but you know, I'm glad that things are doing a lot better now, and like, people are going out. It's safe for you to go to the grocery store and be two feet from somebody looking for a box of macaroni, but you know, you can't go to a concert or anything like that, or you can't social distance to watch live music. 
makes no sense really though in hindsight looking at it now in the beginning yeah i was like shut it all down but like if other places are you know it, it just doesn't make sense the whole thing is just wild to me how it became politicized too you know people making money off of it like the the old like um i think it was uh denny's and king of prussia then it became ruth chris steakhouse became a 15 to know like you know you go there and get your test for 50 in 15 minutes you get to get results and you get to charge like 120 bucks and it's like 70 percent effective and people are making money off this you know what i mean it's disgusting what about the uh philly's own philly martin screlly andrew uh dorshkin or whatever well, apparently he lives very close to me one of oh, my neighbors uh what's that he does live in fishtown so wait t- katie tell the listeners what you're talking about um, I am talking about how the city of Philadelphia gave a contract to a 22-year-old recent graduate of Drexel University, uh, and that that child uh, decided to take their nonprofit organization that had been vaccinated, or sorry, had been testing people called Philly Fighting COVID, and turned it into a for-profit, and then the city quickly severed ties with them and this fucking child took home vaccines and like vaccinated him himself and his friends on the day that he got like shut down and then is is continues to put out statements calling for like the retirement of the current health director and the installment of the secondary well the secondary and then resign it's a, such a mess like 6000 people got was it 6 or 60 6,000 people, I think, got vaccinated. Let's do the KDP version. 600,000 people got vaccinated with their round one. No, okay, 6,000. And then they couldn't get their round two. They had to like figure it out because they got it through this, 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 uh, this, <laughs> you know, like there was like two contracts that could have been rewarded. And it was like this company called Vox Populi LLC, which is what his LLC was called, which I think is hilarious. And, uh, and then the Black Doctors Consortium, and it went to the 22-year-old Drexel child with no healthcare experience. You should get Bruce Springsteen to come down here and throw a brick through his window. <laughs> <laughs> and then ask everyone to come yeah. together and buy Might a do it too. That's a true brick. Yeah, just the whole rollout of the vaccine is so weak. You know what I mean? It's like, we can't even get that right. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's, you know, I know that, you know, the ending ending of the last presidency was crazy and you know the the impeachment trials going on and all this other stuff and you know change takes time but you know i'm so tired of that shit sometimes you know what i mean it's just like when are you gonna do it you know what i mean well <laughs> people transition to power didn't exactly help well i mean like, like I, every time it happens, it's, i would argue it i mean like there hasn't been real change in a real long time and i would say that's concurrent with the last Maybe the last one who really tried to do something, maybe, I guess in hindsight, was Jimmy Carter, but like all of them have political agendas. They got these things they want to do. They want to wear red. They want to wear blue. They want to like go into these corners. Like I, I've been thinking a lot about it. And it's just like, there is no answer to it. Like, how do you fix it? This one well, guy, you, uh, you know what? And let, it all down. Go ahead. Well, else. Let's also not be blind to the fact that we're we have to honestly understand that we're only 50% of our country is absolutely split 50, 50. Um, uh, I work at a mechanical contractor, a union, you know, base con and I work with a lot of people who are still 
pro-Trump, you know, uh, uh, think that think that think that the election was stolen and seriously believe that. And I look a lot of these type of people in the face every single day. And I mean, the, the people who want change like all of us and the people who want to move the world and, and society forward, we really only are half of the pie. It's, and it's a tough pill to swallow. Yeah, it's the way the country was set up. You can't really, in my opinion, like the way it was set up, it wasn't, you know, they didn't think in long term, you know, like freedom of speech. What's the difference of freedom of speech? Like the internet's not freedom of speech because it's a utility, right? Like, but you know what I mean? Like government officials use it, you know what I mean? To talk to us makes no sense. You know what I mean? We live in a world that nobody could predict it. And also too, there was slavery back in the day. So I just can't get on board sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, I can't believe that we couldn't just be like, okay, this one didn't work, but it's okay. We're going to start a new board game now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we don't have the pieces for Monopoly, but we're now we're going to play Trouble and everything's going to be okay. Flip the table <laughs> over and start it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, like I mean, the Eagles, like the Eagles are, are and should be doing. Right? Exactly, Alex. Yeah, thank you for my, you're like my sports commentary tonight. Exactly. They're going to figure out what's going on. Back from Chicago, which would be amazing if there was a trade. But I mean, that's just stuff I see in the news. But I don't know. I, like I, just, I probably just lost 10% of my listeners right there with that political rant. Uh, we can talk a little sport talk. This is Barstool Sports with Alex Berendowski. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's just crazy. Wait, you lost your listeners with the political talk or the sports talk? I have before. I ha- I've I've gotten d- direct messages before from from somebody like uh, I won't say his name, but I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. Like I'm not a Democrat either. I'm not a Republican. I've been independent since I was a kid, and it's just like I think that there's always going to be a better solution. But it's like we're just at the tipping scale of everything, really. And that's what music would do to help people. You know, you can't even do that. So it's like, what's going to happen? You know, like. Where's our healing power? Our healing power needs to get back. Well, apparently it's in Eric Church wearing purple and trying to steal, steal the spotlight from a very deserving black woman who should have been allowed to sing that whole thing so acapella by herself. I am mad about it. I'm very mad about Eric it. It symbolizes the whole country that they let, that they put Eric Church in there in purple to try to signify unity and completely be mediocre next to an in- incredible amazing black woman who could have handled it all by herself and i watched this and i was just like yeah we haven't learned fucking anything sorry bob i was loud no, it's, there it's fine. i don't worry i'll work on my levels and <laughs> and now bob now bob lost up to five percent or 15 percent of this. Okay. go for high school be mad at yeah. us you do music.com <laughs> i mean i think that's like the whole theme of tonight's show is you do you you know what i mean so i mean sometimes uh, you know you gotta think what you want to think you know it's just I'm just tired of empty promises. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, you know, if I say I'm going to throw a show, I throw a show. You know what I mean? And then the next day the show's over and you know you went. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know when I'm going to get the vaccine. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you're a teacher, truthful. Right? you guys could be my therapist. Help me out here because I got some problems right now. Okay. This is the part of the, the podcast I like to call the turning point it's where I pivot and I turn <laughs> to you and I ask for your help. Okay. So- <laughs> I got a best friend. Get out of luck, buddy. Okay, I got a best friend. <laughs> Statistics, too, of him actually listening to this podcast are slim to none. So maybe somebody here, maybe somebody tell him. I don't even give a shit. But my best friend asked me to be his best man. 
the wedding is in May. He wants to have the bachelor party in April. Mind you, he's been vaccinated already. Lots of people are, I'm starting the group text in my phone. Lots of people are very concerned. They're dropping out. I think I lost half of the, the group. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, I have yet to tell him. Like, I mean, what do yeah. I say to him? Like postpone or like, what would you guys do? I would say, hey, you man, you're, you're not excluded, Katie, because we don't do genders here on the Bobcast. <laughs> hey, man, you're being, Good. it's, these are, I know that you probably want to do the it. thing, but uh, it's kind of selfish <laughs> right now. I know one wants to hear they're being selfish, but like, it's the truth. I don't know. Well, Everything well, else. <laughs> you know what you could do too? You could, you could play the card of, you know, if he's your best man he's your best friend you want it to be a good time like it's a bit yeah. right it's a big part of somebody's life it it really it really is yeah. and you hope that you hope that it only happens once in your life right it's happened twice <laughs> i'm scared uh, okay. okay well good so but i mean if you want it to be the best for him then you hey look if people are dropping out and people feel uncomfortable it's like hey i only want the best time for you do you Hey, it could be me and you, right? It could be you and you in the wall, but you're not going to have as much fun. So, yeah. and then you, and then you drop it back and you, you know, you drop it back and you make it an open conversation. Think about the strippers too. You don't want, uh, no strippers are going to want to <laughs> partake. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think the strippers are down. I think they're down. I mean, Sorry, sex workers. It's selfish of him to put those wonderful sex workers at risk too. See, they, this is why these guys have more friends than me, though, because they have a lighter touch, you know. <laughs> I think Alex's approach makes a lot of sense. Yeah, like, I... Like, to his own self-interest. I just needed to vent, too, you know what I mean? Because it's tremendous pressure, you know? Who, who the hell plans a bachelor party? <laughs> It'd be a funny idea for a movie, though. Did you guys ever see Tom Hanks' bachelor party from, like, 1984, maybe? <laughs> no, oh, I highly no, recommend I it. Nobody here seen it? No. no why have you seen it it's amazing i highly recommend it everybody i think you can watch it on um amazon um this is before tom x became like you know uh forrest gump you know saving private ryan this is i'll just tell you that there's quaaludes and there's donkeys and, and it's a wonderful film for for people from from our generation to uh to watch yeah, i have to do it it is what it is, you know. There's no other way around it. Matter of fact, they're texting me right now. Here's the Bachelor Boys themselves, you know. There's also Goodbye. one guy in the, in the chat group who's using profane language, and the other guy don't like it, and it's just odd, dude. There's some younger guys. <laughs> it's a movie that I'll even want to watch. Sounds like uh, got a real situation going on. <laughs> All right, you know, this is what's happened to my life. Instead of planning shows with you guys, I got to do stuff like this, you know. Let me ask you a question. I'm, I know you guys are remote. You're still having finding time to, to practice and stuff like that. Together? Individually? Yeah. My <laughs> answer is no to both. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. Um, what about Not music? Are you working any music like, like digital files? Sending stuff back and forth? Doing a lot of you know, natural? Uh, collaboration on not new UDU stuff lately, but plenty of projects. Vince has already released one album in the pandemic that I played on and we're working on a, some other stuff together. Aaron is always producing. Uh, 
you want to call it that. Forward to every weekend, so doing a lot of that. So practicing in time with other people. Which is, You're still doing your raps, right, Aaron? Or, uh, what was your rap name? I'm sorry, I forgot. Slip. Slip uh, shop. Actually, I'm hoping. I was going to say slip shop. I'm sorry. Some new tracks this weekend. I have like well, a bunch. Aaron, done. Just wait for it, because Drew's got something really special that you haven't heard yet. I've, okay. I've heard it. It's pretty solid. <laughs> oh man, you got to send it to me. I was planning on getting everything together tomorrow night. Well, you're gonna have to wait. This is really good, and uh, he's waiting on me. So if I can't do it tonight, then patience. Send it. Yeah. I'll hold off. There's no rush. But you guys, you guys really make me uh, miss music, man. You know what I mean? Like all those gigs. You know what I mean? You look back at them, you're just like, remember all the ones you're like, this gig sucks. <laughs> like, what would you do just to get back on stage? You know what I mean? Like, I would play for free in front of nobody tomorrow if you you know it's like i jammed with uh jaquette and schmitty a few times out on jaquette's porch like while it was still nice enough to do that was fun vince you got your cat you jam with the cat uh he does not like the trumpet he's <laughs> like wow. he doesn't run away he just looks at it and then just disappears <laughs> what about you guys but as soon as uh, i'm done playing he's like hey what's 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 up what's been going on <laughs> what's up with you yeah <laughs> i miss my cat my cat passed away uh my cat was like 14 years old mm. cat energy is great you know but now we got a dog and i don't know if i can mix the two mm. kidding drew what's the name of your dog again i forget i saw your dog earlier we have we have nino and then we have mama cats and puffin so we have uh two cats and the dog just made me think of something interesting. What do you think the animals right now, like think of our lives in the last year, <laughs> like watching us come in and out, taking masks off, you know what I mean? Washing our hands. Like, do you think that they, they know, or do they think that they're probably more happier, right? We're home all the time. They're, I can yeah, just yeah. speak for mine that they're having like the time of like, this has been the dog's <laughs> best year. His personality has changed completely for the better. He's like this happy, nice dog now. Cause there's no drums being played in the house or parties and we don't go anywhere. <laughs> So, yeah. hey, if there's we a silver need. lining, it's good for dogs. <clears throat> right. good, good, good for anxiety-ridden dogs. <laughs> yes. That's true. I think cats want their personal time. Other dogs is probably bad for that dog. <laughs> Pixar should make a movie about that. It'd be a great perspective from the, right. from the dog's point of view of like when the pandemic hit, like, huh? why is he home? What's going on? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it'd be, it'd be great for kids. How old is... Uh, your kid now, Buchkowski? He's eight. That's what's up. My kid's five. It's crazy, right? Anybody else Dude, got kids? Not yet, right? Yeah, I got, I got, I got a five-year-old too. She turns five on Monday. Oh, that's what's up. Five-year-old and a one-year-old. It's crazy being a parent, isn't it? During the pandemic, it's like, did you ever think that you'd be, you know, striped against this? Like, no. What do I do? You know, like. Yeah. You know, what's funny. It's like, so I, I have two young kids, right? And I was, I, I mean, I've told all these guys this before, but I got a five-year-old and a one-year-old, right? And so the one-year-old was born last December, what, three months before all this went down. And it's both a blessing and insane because, you know, you can be home all the time and you have something to concentrate on, right? Like when you got young kids, it's hard to get out. It's hard to like, like, you know, when, when I'm playing a gig or something, I'm like, Hey, honey, wife, like 
I got to go play a gig. I'll be back. You got the kids. You're alone. All this stuff. So in a way, it's like you, you spend time with your kids and you have a good time. On the other hand, you don't have any outlets. You have no way to get rid of your stress. You have no way to get. So it's like this. It's like this constant back and forth of like, I feel great about being home and having all this time. And then I feel absolutely depressed and terrible because I've got, you know, nothing to do for myself because my whole life is music and playing, you know, yeah. so. You're in the band with John McNally and Katie Frank, right? Yeah. Yep. What's the name yep. of that group? Secret American. Secret American. Secret American. Yeah. yeah. You're a busy guy. Right? So, yeah, you really are like trapped you know what i mean you got to get yeah. out there and do it you know what i mean like it sucks yeah yep. i know that feeling um five is a great age uh my son is uh still in like you know like the nursery school about to go into kindergarten next year and we have to make the decision whether to send him someplace where it's not hybrid or you know in school and um last week i i was a, a guest speaker at a in a fourth grade zoom chat room I'd previously been a school teacher before, retired before the pandemic, luckily got out of that profession right away, you know what I mean, at the right time, because I can tell you that learning hybrid, doing this, what we're doing for like the, you know, the last 40 minutes all day long is just not school at all, you know, it's just not, it's, and it's going to mess with them if it, if it keeps going, you know, like we got to figure a way to, you know, that's, that's been yeah, my biggest like stress because Anna's here. She's an only child and fully virtual. So like over the summer, we were seeing people a lot. You just go outside and bump into friends and we were doing stuff. But like particularly this week, I feel like the winter is like setting in and I just feel guilty and shit. So <laughs> she's like you just with us, you know? I mean, I feel I feel guilty because I feel like this, this whole podcast has been like us just like dumping our, each other's shit on each other. We're here to help each other. We're here to help. You guys are you know, one of my favorite local bands. Um, and uh, I miss you guys dearly. Uh, I mean, we got some positive. We're, I mean, chipping away at the album. It, I promise it'll come out in 2021. It's finishing touches at this point. Guest appearances and things like that bulk of it's done so we will have a full length for you at some point and you're gonna play like music right like you know in front of people and like i don't know who knows if we'll play a show but we will release a record this year <laughs> you miss uh like you know lugging your gear remember that Alex, I think you were there. Remember the one time on top of the world where like the power went out and then like we pulled the cord together like Doc Brown. We're like, <laughs> yes. And like yes. the power came back on. It was amazing. Oh, there was a lot of hodgepodge there. And that is, it's like, you know, this, the stuff that you go, why is this happening to me right now? But that's like the fun. That's where the camaraderie yeah. comes in, right? That, that's that's like one of my favorite memories, dude, to be honest that's with where you. Like, people that, can, that, that that's was where such people a clutch moment. <laughs> so, at any other gig, it would have been like the worst possible scenario. <laughs> we made it work and it was like at the perfect time where like the audience still hadn't dissipated to the point where they're like hey what's up you know and like going <laughs> on to another conversation i miss that yeah. too like feeling the room you know what i mean like as a musician when you're up there and you're like oh yeah they're really watching me right now they know what's going on with all of us you know like, <laughs> really, yeah that's the other side yeah. I actually started to have last night one of those dreams where you have a gig and you like can't get your shit set up you guys ever have those 
Yes. I'm like, fuck, I left my hi-hats. I like started it and then I sort of woke up and I was like, why am I having this dream? And I like turned it off. <laughs> um, listen, uh, we're going to run out of time and I want to get cut off, but yeah, it's always been a pleasure. Appreciate all of you. Uh, I hope to see you in real life one day. Check them out. Uh, we're going to start a super group called uh, It Is What It Is in the year 2024. Watch for us. Uh, you can check their music out. It's down below. My name's Bob. This has been another episode of Bobcast.